What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to Down to the Wire. I'm your host, Brian Costa. And today I have another amazing athlete interview in store for you guys today. Joining me on the show today is a freshman running back for the Bryant University Bulldogs. This past season, he appeared in 11 total games and broke both the freshman rushing yards rushing yards record and touchdowns record with 652 yards and nine TDs. He is also a fellow podcaster uh, as he is the host of the Touch Minds podcast. So without any further ado, hailing from Ottawa, Ontario, please welcome to the show, Fabrice Mukendi. Fabrice, how are you doing, man? First of all, thank you so much for the warm welcome. I'm happy to be here, and I'm I, doing very well. Hey, man, I appreciate it. And, you know, from one podcaster, from one podcaster and athlete to another, I'm glad to have you on the show, man. It is, it's amazing to have you on, and I'm really glad to have gotten to know you uh, throughout this past semester, and so we could establish this, this connection. Yeah, 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 so am I, man. Yeah, so for, you know, anyone who maybe wouldn't know, uh, Fabrice and I uh, kind of met over last semester. He approached me about wanting to start a podcast of his own. Uh, then we kind of spoke on his on his athletic background, and that has led to this show today. I am so psyched to now have him on joining us here today. And Fabrice, we got a lot to talk about, but uh, I guess to start things off for yourself, uh, you know, as a guy coming from Canada and, you know, you know, coming from up north, how did you kind of get started in football at a young age? Started about 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago. Yeah. And uh, basically, I saw my cousin, one of my bigger cousin, older cousin, yeah. sorry, play okay. football. He actually ended his career in the NFL. Oh, wow. And just seeing him play, I was inspired. You know, it was a tough, it looked fun as well. So I said, yeah, why not sign up? Mm-hmm. And when signing up, they had first told me I was too small to play. So his dad approached the coach, and uh, yeah, it started off right there. Mm-hmm. Who was your cousin? His name is Chris Obilukiti. Okay. Off to, Played for off the Bengals, really? the Raiders, and I believe Minnesota. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to check that out after the show, but that, that's amazing, man, to kind of have that connection. Yeah. What was that like for you at an early age to kind of have a connection like that and to, and to you know, have someone to mentor yourself after like that? And it's inspiring. Just recently, before I went to university, actually, we had a chance to talk and he kind of mentored me to uh, understand how university and stuff like that would have been. But yeah, man, it's inspiring because especially where I'm from in Ottawa, not a lot of people make it out in uh, the football route. Mm -hmm. So being the fact that he's also my cousin, somebody that I'm close to and seeing him do what he did, you know, was very inspiring for me as a young kid. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, kind of coming from Ottawa, the football route isn't normally the way you see a lot of people go. Typically, it is kind of the hockey route that you see a lot of people go from up in Canada. Uh, something yeah. that I something I found to be really interesting about yourself. Uh, not only were you a football player growing up, you also played a slew of sports. Uh, actually, I'm actually going to pull up, uh, going to pull up possibly if I could. Uh, kind of having some difficulties here, so I was going to try to pull up some of your stats uh, from. Oh, here we go. So if so, kind of looking over here, uh, you can uh, I kind of have your player profile right here. And one of the things I see here is, uh, you know, during. uh, Yeah. So during your during your high school career, before you ended up coming here, you also competed in volleyball, basketball, hockey, track and wrestling throughout your career. I mean, man, that is quite the uh, resume to have for yourself there. That is just uh, an insane amount of sports to play at once. How did you, you know, get involved with all of that just so young? I mean, how did you balance all that? Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, 
I'll say this, like I wasn't the best, the complete best at every sport that I played. Yeah. But one thing about me is I just like move and I like physical activity. So I tried to implicate myself in as much sports as I could have. Yeah. And uh, I, I got into basketball and volleyball from back home. You know, I always had a ball in my hands. It was either football or basketball. And volleyball, it was through, yeah, my high school. And uh, I got into other sports when going to my private school, Salisbury. They had a wrestling team, and I was very intrigued. And so I, I signed up. And, uh, yeah, it was it was an awesome experience, you know. It also helps me with um, understanding my game a little bit more. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of different aspects to every sport, I feel like, especially soccer. I grew up playing soccer. Oh, the right. oh just another one to add to the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The quick feet aspect of it, for example, kind of helped me transition to my sport a lot better than, yeah. than and I that's believe. A, yeah, that, I mean, that that's amazing. So, I mean, obviously playing a ton of sports like that, you're working out a bunch of different muscles and stuff. Uh, yeah. When did it? I, I mean, kind of besides football, what was a what was probably the next sport that you would say you were in, you know you were closest to being you know really good at? Like like, uh, your, like your number I two. Say, I would say my number two would be volleyball. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. My first year wasn't the best, but I learned to love the game. Actually, that's amazing. So obviously, yeah. obviously, you know, you play a ton of sports when you're younger. Uh, and then it comes to making a decision for college and maybe wanting to make the choice to move on and, you know, pursue a career in athletics, whatever it may be. Obviously, you had a ton of options uh, going into what, where it could be. You, you were kind of like a human Swiss army knife with that. Uh, but then I guess w- what made you just say, all right, I've played all these sports. I've had this experience, but you know what? Football is what I want to do. What made you basically, you know, choose that? Just because I just feel like um my love for the game was always more veered towards football than any other sport. Okay. Like for example, the entire summer I'd play basketball with my friends and doing all sorts of other activities, but basketball, I really like doing it, you know, just for fun. But yeah, love was always veered towards football, even as a little kid. So mm-hmm. I think my mind was always made up on what I wanted to do. So it wasn't really much of a deciding factor for me when it came down to football, you know, it was one yeah absolutely so obviously i talked about your cousin who probably instilled a deep love for the game with you when you were younger were there any other coach were there any other coaches or mentors maybe that you grew up you know while while you were on the field playing that really inspired you and kind of helped you take your game to the next level yeah man i've been lucky to have a group like a large list of people that supported me and believed in me and if I were to name every single person, it'd be very <laughs> hard. But I had coaches, players, and even just recently, like, just coaches that believed in me. Yeah. And as a young kid, that's important, you know, to have a gang of people behind you believing in you and your dreams. So I had, just to name a few, Victor Tedondo. He was a, a off-season trainer for me. My head coach, Jeff Karate. You know, a lot of people helped me get to the path of where I wanted to be and where I am now. So... Yeah. Through those coaches, those players, man, it's, 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 I'm really thankful for them. Yeah. So for someone like yourself, uh, you talked about kind of people labeling you as too short when you were younger and trying to, and that kind of dissuading you when you were younger Uh, for yourself, obviously that's a, that's a lot of adversity to battle through and kind of, you know, build, build up in yourself to, you know, even, you know, have a career that goes beyond high school, even into high school Uh, for yourself, though, when you ended up starting to have things kind of come together for you, when did it when it occur to you? All right. I've had to battle through a lot when I was younger. I had some adversity on my side. 
Uh, but now I have, but now I'm actually kind of performing. When did it occur to you? Hey, I might have a shot to play football at, at the division one level. Um, that's a very good question, man. I think it really clicked for me when uh, I started getting attention from these private schools. Yeah. Like I always thought of division one as an idea, but the idea became more realistic when that first private school reaching out to me finally happened and then I was like, okay, I can believe I could, I could really do this. Yeah. But then it really, really clicked once I stepped foot on that American turf and did what I was known to do and those score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I was, I was convinced then, honestly. Yeah. So obviously you came to, you, you, you did end up coming to a private school in America before you did end up uh, going on to Bryant. You can't, you went to the Salisbury school in Connecticut. What was that whole experience like, you know, coming from going to a different country? I know it's, you know, like right down from one another, but obviously you're going to a different country, different customs, different everything uh, just, you know, to play a sport. What was that whole experience like just having to, you know, adjust and, you know, live away from home for that first time? I love that question. Um, there's many different aspects to it. First off, you know, you're a young kid, you're 16, 17, you step away from home for the first time. You know, a lot, not a lot of people go through that experience, but for That's me, crazy. it was, it was probably the best thing that I've done mm-hmm. recently in my life. Just making that decision. First of all, it was, a, it was an all boys school. <clears throat> okay. So, and we had school from Monday to Saturday, for example. So oh. it was really <laughs> a space where, you know, you're either in your books or in your, your sport or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Or in the other, you know what I'm saying? Because you didn't really have time to just be out partying and stuff like that. So yeah, it got it got me a chance to really like focus on what it was that I wanted and and stuff like that. So that experience was awesome. Being yeah. away from home was was awesome. Yeah. So do you think the kind of the you know the adjustment that you had to make going into a private school uh, down down in Connecticut uh, helped? you know, obviously helped your growth and maturity when it came to going to college, obviously a ton of, a ton of kids, your age, freshmen, you know, they're going to be out partying, doing like God knows what uh freshman year. There's a lot of, there's a lot of distractions, a lot of things that can be going on. Do you think right. that your experience helped you kind of mature? And when, when it came to you coming to college? Yeah, uh, most definitely. I agree with that. Cause like, um, it's, it's kind of the idea of, a lot of people are first going through it right now. Yeah. That idea of, you know, I have freedom, total freedom, but I've been through it already. So I kind of know what to do with my free time and stuff like that. So it kind of like also helped me balance with school and football mm-hmm. and all other aspects of my life. You know, I've been through it already for two years. So going into university, it wasn't anything new, really. Yeah. So yeah. when it, when it did when it did come to Bryant though, and obviously you ended up settling on going to Smithfield to you know pursue to pursue your football career, uh, what made you say, all right, I've I've looked around. You had you know you you went to this private school. What made you end up saying, all right, I, I like Bryant, and I think that this is where I this is where I think my next path is gonna be. Like, what made you what made you come to that decision? Uh, it was an interesting decision how it all came to be. And I really feel like where I am right now is for the bigger purpose and, and God placed me where I am. Cause at mm-hmm. first I didn't decide on going to Bryant University. Okay. Like it was my first um or my only offer. So I had other decisions that I was balancing and I had decided another another school called Holy Cross. Oh wow. And yeah. And then well- it came to be where Bryant ended up just being the best decision after Holy Cross. Now seeing it was the best decision over Holy Cross now that I'm here, but 
why why was it the best decision for you? Holy Cross or Bryant? Uh, to to you know go to step away from oh, Holy Cross and go to Bryant. Yeah, yeah. The reason why is because also like aside from football, I'm really into business and seeing that Bryant not only had a very good business program but an international uh, business program. Yeah, I was intrigued in that, and uh, the whole culture aspect of it. They had a new coach coming in. Shout out, Coach Merritt. You know, so the whole idea of Bryant football culture was shifting, and I wanted to be a part of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I so yeah. I mean, I I can definitely tell the international business is uh is, is something that you know is huge at Bryant. I know. Don't don't you speak a little bit of French yourself? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. It's actually my first language. Really? That's that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. obviously that that's an amazing thing to have going into an inter- international business program here at Bryant University. Uh, I guess the next thing I kind of have to ask is, uh, you know, obviously you, you've only been at Bryant for a short time so far. Uh, but what is what have been some of the favorite memories that you've been able to have so have in this short time? Oh, um, probably on the football field. Yeah, definitely training camp. Yeah. Now thinking about a training camp. Um, it's basically this idea where a whole bunch of kids first knowing each other, this and that come together for, I'd say a month or three weeks, Mm -hmm. you sleep in the same dorms, you do everything together and just focus on the game of football as you all, basically a passion that you all share. So it was an amazing experience, you know, being with the fellas and getting ready for the trenches football. Yeah. That was an amazing experience. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously the grind of kind of doing a camp like that in, can be very tough, especially on a lot of guys that maybe aren't ready for a regimen like that, or just new guys yeah. in general going in and having to, you know, w- work in a D1 college program. That's no, that's no, you know, short task. That takes a lot yeah. of effort. And a lot it was, of, it was like, definitely did, tough for me. Yeah. How did, how did you kind of persevere through that then? Um, I persevered through it just knowing that, I wanted to be where I wanted to be and where I was was for the right reason. So no matter how hard it was and stuff like that, no matter how many injuries I was piling up on, it was like, it was kind of like a, a a thing that reminded me of, yo, you're here for a reason and you love the sport. Now it's time to do what you love. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I, you know, the love for the sport kind of reminded me while, while I was there. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I mean, it's, it, it's, it can be a very humbling experience. I know for a lot of people I've talked with some athletes on the show of, uh, you know, their experiences with these training camps and it can be, you know, a, kind of a, kind of a culture shock when they go into it. Uh, did your experience at, 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 at the Salisbury school and stuff like that, did, were you, did that have, uh, some level of preparation for you or was there still kind of a bit of a, uh, adjustment that you had to make? Yeah, there was definitely an adjustment, like from high school to college, even the training camps are, a lot more demanding and stuff like that when you get to college. Like, they basically teach you the game in a way you've never heard of it before or Mm. in a more deeper level to it, you know what I'm saying? So it was a lot more demanding, and I had to adjust to it. Yeah, what were some of the the more, like, what were some of the more, you know, complex things that they were trying to explain to you and stuff? Just, for example, the running back position. We'd watch hours on hours of film. And it could be the most tiny things that I've never even thought of doing back in high school or when I was taught the position of running back. So you're really coming in as a fresh mind, learning this game and uh, in a new lens. And what's interesting is what my cousin had told me was that once you get to the next level, meaning the NFL, 
it's the same thing. You learn the game in a whole different aspect that you've never heard of. That's crazy, man. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, coming in fresh mind, there's a ton of uh, fresh minds just in general going into Bryant right now. Obviously, uh, this offense that we saw this year for the Bulldogs had some had some young faces. Years being one of them, uh, the other being uh, being starting quarterback this year, Zevi Ekos. Uh, so, kind of your main man in the backfield there. Uh, what was it like having to you know work with you know a bunch of guys that you know obviously you guys are in a similar position, but you know, you're trying to, you know, compete on a division one football field. What was it like trying to have to work with those guys, you know, on the field like that in a very stressful situation? It was basically, um, it was, it was a cool experience. I'll say that first and foremost. Yeah. Like we just understood that every single one of the people from that freshman class has a level of work ethic, trying to be the person ahead of them. Yeah. So it was kind of like a camaraderie between the freshman uh, uh, players that came together and just playing with uh, somebody like Zevi or a couple of the freshmen on the field. It's kind of like a reassurance that, yo, I'm not the only one doing this. And this person right next to me is kind of working as hard as me. So, yeah, it was, it was it's dope to have a lot of freshmen, you know, that, that mm-hmm. uh, know exactly what they want and why they're here. Yeah. And then I guess I guess going off that. Uh, this could be a guy who he could be a freshman or not, but uh, just for, uh, for a teammate of yours, that's, you know, probably really helped with your development. Who would, you know, who would be someone you would help with? You would kind of credit a lot of your development to this year. Maybe it, it could even just be a kind of a friend of yours that you've really been able to connect with on the team. Like who would be someone like that to you? Oh, the running back room. Um, the, the older guys in the running back room, first and foremost, the person that comes in head is like Dan, for example. Yeah. Not only did he play RB, but he's also from Canada. So he's been through exactly what I'm going through right now. So I'd go to him for a lot of advice and, and mentorship. Um, Aishad, for example, mm. I'm glad he's coming back for another year because, you know, it's always good to have wisdom on the team. Yeah. And yeah, a couple of other guys like Aaron and, and Shay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, isn't Dan, isn't, didn't Dan declare for the draft? Yeah. Yeah, he did. That's amazing. Which is amazing news, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wish him the best with that because that, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of players. Hopefully he could be one of those guys that gets picked. I mean, I'm going to be rooting for him all the way. So that's something I'm really excited about with him too. So having, you know, just a mentor and leadership of a guy like that to be able to help you because, you know, it kind of, you, you and Dan were, uh, you and Dan were kind of like the one-two punch in that backfield for a lot of the season. What was it like to kind of work with a guy that, you know, you know, has that experience and then have him help you help lead you along the way like that. Like how does, how that dynamic kind of work out? I liked having, uh, uh, like an older guy ahead of me, not only was he older, but he had something that I could have learned from. So having that one, two punch was basically me looking at myself and looking at Dan saying, okay, not only is he older, but he's been through a lot more in this game that I have. So I could learn from him. So it was an awesome experience, you know, being with, somebody with a lot more knowledge in the game learning in that sense. So I really took that learning phase yeah. and embraced it as a freshman. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. So uh, while, you know, someone like him may have, you know, a couple more years experience in the game uh, th- than you, you obviously played a significant amount of football in your life. Uh, we, we talked about the height. We talked about, you know, you talked about your height when you were younger uh, but I want to know what were there any other uh, real you know objectives or or things that you or obstacles rather that you kind of had to overcome during your career and you know what wh- what was it for you it could be an injury it could be you know other people doubting you uh, on things besides your height things like that 
what would be, you know, another obstacle that you kind of had to get through in your career? I would say my uh, knee injury. Really? I've been through a couple injuries, and I'd say probably my knee one was probably the biggest one that I've been through. Yeah. Just because it caused, or I had to have two surgeries from it. What was up with your knee, ACL? Uh, I was uh, LCL, so a lateral meniscus. Yeah. And I had torn it. How'd you but do that? that was, just... Yeah, it was um, just making a cut, ironically. It wasn't a hit or nothing. I just made a cut. and uh, Those can be the worst, too, the non-contact. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that was one of my biggest obstacles. I'd say um, the most notable one was myself, and I had to overcome myself doubts uh, as a young kid, you know. So just overcoming that and knowing that once I overcome myself, there's nothing that could overcome me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously, so obviously, uh, how did you kind of get what were some of the things that helped you overcome those things and, you know, kind of get to the point that you're at that now then oh the first thing is my faith uh, most definitely my faith i tried to uh to have a positive outlook on on everything that was going on whether it was my injury or you know doubters and stuff like that so my faith was definitely uh a cornerstone in my life yeah, that is something uh, in the short time that I've known you and talked to you. That's something that you've been very adamant about uh, when I've when I've talked with you. Uh, who kind of instilled that in you at, at a young age? Like where where did you get this sense of where did you get this, uh, you know, real strong, you know, faith from? Luckily, I've, I've grown up in a Christian household mm-hmm. from a family of prayer and stuff like that. So faith was instilled in me at a young age. Mm-hmm but I really got a chance to grow into my own faith and my own um, uh, religious views as I grew older. And during that time I saw Asbury, I actually had a chance to develop that side of me. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know for one, you ended up uh, even creating a podcast for yourself. Uh, you created the touch minds podcast uh, based yeah. on, based on faith and stuff. Do you want to kind of elaborate on that and, you know, a little bit on that? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so the Touch Mind podcast was the idea of the Touch Mind podcast came to be when uh, me, Dan out of a boy and Kyle Sanowski were just chilling on the bus and we're like, yeah, we have a faith into us and that we're very passionate about. And the Touch Mind podcast was actually an idea to tell the people about the truth that we believe in and to inspire people in that sense to to look into faith in their own, you know, because a lot of people grow up with a faith that they don't really know. Mm-hmm. So Touch Mind Podcast isn't only a, like a way to tap into people's curiosities, but to also inspire people in that sense. And faith being the number one aspect in our lives, we found that you know, that's a way we could touch minds. Yeah, I'd I, love to see it, man. So yeah. obviously there's a lot of things that you could do with that moving forward. Uh, I guess you know, kind of as, as you do move forward, uh, whether it be with, whether it be with your podcast or with football or just some other things in general, man, I gotta, I gotta wonder what are some, uh, goals that you have for yourself, whether it be, you know, on and off the field, what are some things that you hope to accomplish in these next couple of years? Yeah. Before I answer that though, I just want to say thank you for, uh, for helping us through that whole podcast experience. You know, I'm learning from oh, you yeah. in that sense. And, it's been a cool experience, you know, learning and be buying you. Uh, uh, yeah, hundred percent, man. I mean, I I love the content that you've been putting out so far. I I was able to help you out and get and get some stuff going so far. Uh, from what I heard, that you ended up releasing your first episode or or so yeah. just just recently, right? 
Yes, sir, I do. Yeah, so that that is that that's now available on Spotify and everything. Yeah, it's available on Spotify, and uh, we'll also make it available on YouTube. Oh, well, uh, perfect. Time soon. Oh, perfect. I'll make sure to. I don't know if you have any social medias or anything, but I'll at least make sure to you know you know credit you and then everything else in the description with that. Uh, so obviously, then on to the next thing. It could be, you know, whether it be through faith or your podcast or through playing, what are some things that you kind of hope to accomplish uh, in these next couple of years at Bryant? Uh, the biggest accomplishment that I feel like would be uh, crucial in my career and in my life would be to get a master's from Bryant. And that's something I'm mm. putting my head down and, 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 and looking to do. And yeah. also, of course, this football thing, I didn't come to Bryant just to end my career at Bryant. I hope to. Mm take my talents at uh, the, ne- the level after that, whether it's NFL or CFL, whatever it might be. So hey, to advance I, my career, first and foremost, in both football and not for football. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. I, I wish yeah. you the best with, with doing all that. That's a, it's a tough thing to kind of go for. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of things, but listen, man, you're on the right track by breaking, by breaking those freshman records. Uh, you got a great, you got a great uh, set of guys behind you in that QB room. Uh, but before we end up, you know, kind of closing things out, man, I guess I do want to ask, uh, you know, obviously, you know, whether you, whether you, things were to end at Bryant or if you were to go on and play it to the great heights of the NFL or the CFL, eventually for everyone, uh, you know, football and athletics, it does kind of come to an end. So I guess what I, I guess what I have to ask you before we do go is, uh, for you, what would what is something that you want to pursue when you know you do hang hang up the cleats? Something that I really want to pursue is uh, my career and uh, the business realm. Mm. I really want to to tap into these global markets, okay. more specifically in uh, my country and my continent of origin, which is Congo. Oh wow! So if I could tap into that. Um, or I will when my, my career is over. That's probably the most exciting thing that I'm looking to do in uh, my, my life. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's definitely something I want to do. But in a more general sense, I would say to touch minds and to mm-hmm. inspire people. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I, I, I guess then as well, uh, is there any other, you know, in, in terms of touching minds and doing all that stuff moving forward, is there any other future implications that of your faith that you would like to uh, have once you're done with football as well and kind of explore? Yeah, I would love to explore um, stuff like building churches or, mm-hmm. or doing stuff, you know, around Christ, you know, having a Christ-centered career. And even if it's that that's in business, having a Christian view in what I do or in sports, and I don't know, like it's that's a very good question. I would love to look into it more, but yeah, I mean, faith. I, sorry, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, with faith, I feel like it could be something like connecting to the youth. That could be something very simple and and practiced. But you know, it's it's exciting. I'll say yeah. that. No, I mean, absolutely, man. It, there's a ton of exciting stuff that can go along with that. And also, here's the thing: you're you're still what? How, like 18, 19 years old. Yeah. 19. yeah. So, 
So yeah, so you're 19 years old. You're still very young. You got a lot of time to figure out what you're going to be doing with the rest of your life. And I'm saying this as a guy who's literally a year older than you. So I mean, I don't know. What, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing either. So trust, <laughs> trust me. We're all trying to make things work. That's why we're at. You know, that's why we're going on for colleges. That's why we're. You know, like yourself, trying to uh, eventually go on and get a master's degree, uh, and then do you know do bigger things in our lives, whether that be you know on the field or off, uh, whether that be touching minds or you know building and you know, building bridges and doing what we need to do there. So there's a ton of, you know, great things that can be on the horizon for a bunch of us. But for Brees, man, I am so grateful for bringing you on the show today. It has been a blast having you on to talk to you about everything. But man, I think it is time to say that we are now officially down to the wire, which means that we're going to do a little run through of what we talked about in today's episode. And we will send you guys on your way into the weekend. So obviously we welcomed in freshman running back for Brees Mukendi to the show to talk to, to talk with him about his college football career. It was a blast having him on the show for Brees. Thank you so much, man. I'm glad, man. I'm glad I had a chance to do this. This was, this was fun. Yeah. So obviously throughout the show, we got to talk with Brees about his, about his football career, as well as a little bit into his podcast. I'll make sure to uh, kind of, I'll make sure to, you know, shout that out at when this video comes out. Very, very grateful that I was able to help him out and get that, get that started off the ground. Uh, but listen, I, I got to say, it's been, it's a blast getting a chance to do these athlete interviews. And if for anyone listening, if you're an athlete or if you're just someone with a story and you want to come on down the wire, I will say 100%, you know, get out there, DM me and, you know, I, I'll make something happen. And if you listen, if you want to DM me, you can find me on my Instagram at down dot to the wire on Instagram again at down dot to the wire. And, you know, for any, if you're just trying to find the podcast in general, we're available everywhere. You we're available everywhere. You guys stream podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google, YouTube, but it's, it's available everywhere you get everywhere you can find us. But I think that we are now officially out of time for Brees. Thank you so much for coming on, man. And from down to the wire, I'm Brian Costa. I'm Fabrice McKendy. And we will see you guys next time. Take care and peace out. Peace and love, man. Peace.